<laughs> Good evening, Merva Rabbi Isai. We're holding here at the end of Perek Gimel in Shara Vedas Elikim. In the end of this Perek, the Chavasavavas tells us that really we have the impetus from the Torah's angle, we have the impetus from the intellect's angle, how we have to serve our Kodesh Baruch. And then he says that it all really depends on each person individually, each family individually, each shevet, each tribe individually, and then collectively all of Klal Yisrael, that the more that a person receives from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more goodness, the more benefit, the more kindness a person gets from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it obligates him more. And therefore Klal Yisrael as a whole, we have a lot more than the other nations, the miracles that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done with us, and therefore we're obligated to serve Hashem more. But it goes all the way through that carries through if a person feels that his shevet was given more. And in certain instances, we know it's true. Says the Chavah an example of that is the Kehanim. The Kehanim, since they were given 24 different gifts throughout different scenarios, throughout different events that people have, 24 gifts are enumerated that the Kehanim get. Because of that, they are obligated in 24 different acts of service in the Beis HaMikdosh. That's the way it works. The more we get, the more we're obligated to serve our Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's the way it works. And therefore, even, even a person individually, the more he feels he has benefited from Hashem, that Hashem has given him so much good, the more he's obligated to serve Hashem. So we continue along with Allah Akosha Azais. And in this comparison, in that comparison, in that analogy to Kehanim, someone who feels that he has been uniquely designated, that Hashem has given him Teva more than other people. And the person is honest with himself. He says, Look, you know, I see a lot of people coming to ask for advice from me. Must be Hashem gave me wisdom. A lot of people are coming to ask me for money. Must be Hashem gave me more wealth than them. And the list goes on. And that's an indication that indeed a person realizes, you know, I have more than other people. I have been granted more taiva, more goodness from Hashem than others. And therefore that, Therefore there is more obligation on those who have more to do more. Obviously, not in exchange for what he has to do from his regular avoida than anybody has to do. What does he have to do? First thing he has to do is thank Hashem. He has to thank Hashem. That's the first thing he has to do. He has to thank, recognize that he has been given more, he has been granted more goodness than others, in whatever area may be, and then he has to first of all thank Hashem for that. And with that thanking Hashem, amazing, if a person recognizes it, and he thanks Hashem for it, that will be the cause that it will continue along, that goodness will continue with this person. And it will even increase Amazing. Where does, it, where does this come from? Where does the Chavis of Abbas know this Kiddush from? The person was granted good. He thanks Hashem for it. It obviously means that he's doing more in, in terms of his Avedas Hashem. And that thanking Hashem and doing more will be the reason 
for Hashem to continue it and increase it. And I think the the reason is obvious how Chavis of us knows this. Because Hashem says, I'm giving this person good, and I see if he receives this good properly, and he understands the source of the good, and he thanks the source of the good, and he does more in terms of Abedas Hashem. Hashem says, that's the guy I want to give more. If I know somebody that I want to entrust my uh, my finances to, well, if I see he's very responsible, and I see he does a good job, and I see he's he's doing a good job with my money, so of course I want to give more to him. Same thing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shem says, if I see this person with all the goodness I'm giving him is doing the right thing with it, then of course I want to give him more. And then he'll be able to get all of that new schar for the Abayi that he's doing in Olam Abba. should not be like the ones who had said about the Navi says, Shem says, I gave him extra money. And Vazov, not only did he not use the money to serve me properly, but he used the wealth to go against me, Hashem says. And he made Avaidah Zara. And this is someone. And this happens also sometimes, like the Pasuk says, Sometimes a Bogu grants a person so much good that he starts thinking, ah, listen, I have so much. Sometimes they have so much good. They don't have how to spend all the time enjoying their good. But sometimes they say, I have so much good, I could take it easy from my Avodah Hashem. When that happens, Hashem says, Oive, you know what's going to be? That'll be the cause for him having less. When Hashem says, look, I granted so much good, but I don't see anything in return. I don't see this person recognizing it, thanking Hashem, doing more. That'll be the reason to take it away. They will be taken away what's what's unique about this person and his mishpacha. If, if it will expand even further, not only what's uniquely good to him or to his family, but to his, his uh, in this case, the whole nation. What's going to happen is that the person is going to feel that I don't have to do so much. And Avera, Gereres Avera. One sin will lead to another sin. And the fact that he doesn't start, he starts doing less Avoida will make it that Hashem says, well, I'm going to take away more. And then you're going to really see, oh, I, I can't do so much Avoida, Hashem, because I'm too busy trying to get back to where I was. And it's a, it's a terrible spiral downward to be going from bad to worse. And when a person doesn't even do what the intellect demands him to do, in terms of what Hashem has provided for him, and Hashem has aroused him with his seichel to know that we have to thank the source of it. And if a person doesn't even realize that, forget about what the Torah demands from a person, but if a person doesn't even get to the point where Logically, he has to understand where this goodness comes from. Then he goes from the status of being in that higher echelon of what we call the human being, the people who have intellect and able to speak.
when we say that the animals are even on a higher level than this person. And it was the person who doesn't recognize the goodness that Hashem has given him is considered lower than the animals. And the animals are considered higher than him. Why? Like the Navi says, and this is the Navi, this is the Navi we read on the Shabbos preceding Tishabov. Shabbos Chazoin. And the Navi exhorts us and says, The ox knows its owner. And the donkey knows the eating trough that its owner provides food for it. Yisrael lo yoda. But Klau Yisrael, they didn't know. Not like the ox. Ami, my nation, lo hisboinon. Didn't reflect, didn't contemplate, didn't think like the ox and the donkey. And here I remember many times my Rebbe Zolgazun Zayn used to say over from his Rebbe Rebellia Lapian. He used to ask Akasha, one second, how could you compare this? How could you compare an animal who just naturally, through instinct, knows where the needing trough is, by instinct, knows that he has to pay uh, pay homage to its its owner, has to be good to its owner because he knows that's where he's getting fed from. So that's just the natural instinct of, a per- of an animal. How could you compare that and say they're greater than the person? The person has free choice. Animals don't have free choice. Animals just do exactly like they're programmed to do. So of course they know where the eating trough is. Of course Yoda Shorkeinehu knows its master. How could you compare that to a human being that has Bechira's free choice? And he used to say that just like it's natural for an animal to know where its owner is, its master is, is it is natural for a person to think. It's just as natural, just as instinctive for the human being to think and contemplate. Where did I get everything in this world? Where did it come from? What does it obligate me to do? And the only reason a person doesn't get to that, he's blocking himself. And therefore we say, the, the shor and the chamar, the animals, they go with their instinct and understand where their master is. But Yisrael, Yoda, Ami, Yisbainan, they didn't do what naturally they should be doing. Therefore, they're worse than the animals. When we don't think about what we're supposed to be doing, when we block our minds because we're too preoccupied, we're trying to satisfy every desire that we have, we're too preoccupied, we're trying to make more money, we're too preoccupied, we're thinking that we're the ones who do it instead of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then Hashem says, then you're not letting yourself naturally think, where does this come from? What does it obligate me to do? Then indeed, we're considered lower than the animals. The Rishom end up becoming destroyed. And those who leave Hashem, those who are the enemies of Hashem, in the end, they're going to just vanish like smoke. This concludes Perak Shlishi over here with this very powerful idea. But just to take one step back, even though this was a certainly a monumental idea, now we have to know that really naturally, we are programmed also naturally, even though we have free choice, but the free choice just makes it that we have the ability not to go with our natural instincts, to think and contemplate what life is all about, where does everything that I have good come from, and what does that obligate me to do as Kavis has been teaching us in these last three prokim. And therefore, 
the the Navi could say you the Kalal Yisrael has come to a level even lower than the animals. But just to take a step back for a moment, Chavasavav has taught us an unbelievable secret. The secret is that anything that a person has good, if he appreciates it and he thanks Hashem for it, Lahoides Lashem Yisbarach, on anything that he feels uniquely he has good, that'll be the cause that'll continue this good and it'll increase the good. Just to mention a, a fascinating medrash that Reb Chaim Kenevsky brings in his Sefer Orchas Yoisher and Ois Gimel Gimilas Chasadim. Fascinating medrash from the Oitzemed Roshim. And tells here about a story about a person who went to go find some work. He was going to on like on a business trip. And uh, he meets another traveler on the way and the, the, the traveler says, Oh, my teacher, can I come along with you? He says, sure, come along with me. And they're traveling on the road and they get to a place where they see there's a person sitting near the entrance of the city and he's blind in both eyes. So the first person takes out some money from his pocket and gives it to the blind man. And then he says to his his new friend who came along on the journey, he says, why don't you give him also? So this this other person says, I don't know who he is. You must know him. That's why you're giving him. I don't know who he is. I'm not giving him. So the first one, to, the first man said, oh, listen, it's your prerogative. It's your choice. And they continue along. As they're going along, they encounter somebody who they don't know who it is, says the Medrash, it was the Malach HaMavis. It was the angel of death. And the angel of death says, where are you guys going? And they said, we're going to do business. And then the, the angel says, let me introduce myself. I'm the angel of death. I'm the Malach HaMavis. And the two of them are terrified. And it says, they fell in the face. So the Malach HaMavis says to the first one, he says, you're saved from death. I came to take both of you, but you were saved. Why? Because you just gave tzedakah at the entrance of the city. And the person says on this deposit says he saved himself because he gave tzedakah and then he says to the other one he says but you the end of your life has come it's time for you to come with me so this other traveler says one second we're together in this he's gonna he's gonna go home uh, alive and i'm gonna die over here and the malachamava says yes indeed he gave Tzedakah, you didn't. So the man says, okay, let me live longer and I'll also do Tzedakah. And the Malach says, you fool. He says, when you set out on a journey, yeah, he says, once the journey starts, you can't go back to dry land and try to prepare yourself all the provisions, whatever you prepared beforehand, that's what you have for your journey. That's too late. That was it. So this man said here, he says to the Malach he says, in Cain, Hamtenli, He says, at least, give me some time. Doesn't say how long he asked for. He says, give me some time so I can at least go back to my family, to my friends, my community, and say all of the praises of Hashem and everything that He has done with me. And when the Malach HaMavis heard that, he says, since you're asking for granting request 
to have some more years to relate over the praises of Hashem, you're granted more years to your life. That's the that's the medrash. Fascinating. So of course we have to learn from the from the first traveler that an opportunity comes up that say, well, I don't know who the person is. If it's a worthy tzedakah, you give the tzedakah. Look what happened. It's it saved his life. It added fifty years to his life. Who knows what type of acts of kindness we do sometimes that we have added years to our lives that we've never thought of. And who knows how difficult, maybe it was difficult, maybe it was the last coin he had in his pocket. Who knows how difficult it was. But he got 50 years extra, the Medrash says. But it's amazing, the second traveler, and this, I think, ties into what the Chavah says. The second traveler says, all right, I surrender. I can't have any more years out, but let me at least go back and praise Hashem. And you see Chavah says, oh, you praise Hashem, that's a cause for it to continue, for it to increase. And you see, even that person was granted extra life just because he wanted to sing the praises of Hashem. So, we don't have to wait for the Malach HaMovis to come to us. We should preempt it. Start thanking Hashem for everything. Start thinking about everything that Hashem does for us. And express it. Express it to your friends. Express it to your family. This is what Hashem has done for me. It's a tremendous amount of kindness. And with that, the kindness that will continue and increase as Chavis Avavah says. Agutenacht.